As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. is January Jones. She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The 11th Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome and remember, beware. Because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Now let me ask you a question. Do you know what a shaman is? Have you ever heard that word before? Tell me, can you imagine what it would be like to use a holistic approach to tap into your past and your present. Have you ever wondered if you are ready for adventure training? <laughs> I hope so. Now would you like to learn what happens when you use your collective consciousness to help the planet? Have you ever heard of the UN method? Now would you like to meet someone who has some of the answers that we're looking for today? Now are you ready to learn how to be successful, and how to connect with a modern-day shaman. 
If you can answer yes or maybe to any of these questions, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Today I'll be introducing you to my guest. He has been on the show before. He is a success coach extraordinaire. He is a shaman. He will provide us with information, inspiration, and some really, really great advice. I'm pleased to announce that this show is now live on Talk for Media and syndicated on six networks with over 4.5 million listeners to date. We are archived 24-7 for your listening pleasure. So now it's time for you to sit back and relax as you enter the no-wine zone. Pour yourself a glass of wine, get some cheese and crackers, and enjoy our show. Now let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. He is a master practitioner of 30 years in various Eastern philosophies, cultures, and spirit ways, as well as the popular Yuan method. He's solely responsible for bringing this entire body of work to Europe, where he trained over 400 therapists. He is also a grand master of Tai Chi, holds certificates in Tai and Hansa Shiatsu, massage and neuromuscular sports therapy. It's my pleasure to welcome back to the show again today, Bart Smythe from Sweden. How are you doing, Bart? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Nice to be back. <laughs> How are you? Oh, it's, I'm fine. What kind of weather are you having in Sweden today? Well, we're in, uh, I think it's day three of a snowstorm, and oh, it's, okay. it's kind of lightening up right now, uh, but yeah, it's, we finally got some snow. Oh, well, that's the, <laughs> yeah, that's the way we feel here in Arizona. We're up in uh, the mountains at elevation 5,000. And this last weekend, uh, we had over uh, a foot and a half of snow. So oh, wow. we're, yeah, we're very excited about it because this area is a drought area. So we need all the snow and water we can get. Are, are, mm. your, days, uh, are your days dark now? Days are short. Yeah, there's... Uh um the sun it, it's light it gets light now you know it gets starts getting light quickly as soon as the solstice mm-hmm. happens just before christmas but um mm-hmm. uh, basically we can see the sun about 11 o'clock mm-hmm. and it's skirting from my view halfway through the trees i have to look through the trees to the sun and then it goes down <laughs> okay <laughs> it goes, it's well, down I- by 3:30 we're black Okay, well, I'm curious, uh, were you born in uh, Sweden? No, I wasn't. I was actually born in uh, the United States, Oklahoma. I, I lived ar- around the United States. I spent a lot of time in my youth in the country south of Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of snow skiing and um, sports there. And then we moved to Los Angeles when I was 11, Pasadena, oh. Altadena. Okay. So okay. I call myself a Southern Cali- California is my home. Uh-huh. I left there as soon as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's an interesting move. Uh, what uh, brought you to Sweden? How did you decide to move to Sweden? Well, that's the same story every time you ask an American male almost. I'd say 99% of the time it's uh, you meet a Swedish woman. <laughs> and you have children. and yeah, Sweden's a great place to raise kids. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I married a Norwegian, and uh, he, of course, was born in the States, but his family's from Norway, and we've gotten back to visit Norway and Sweden. And you're right, it is 
one of those countries, everything revolves around the fa- fla- family and uh, patriotism. Because I noticed everywhere we went, people would fly their national flag and people were just so involved in their children. Um, does the, the long winters ever get you down? You know, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. The first couple times I did it, it was like I was excited. I lived on the West Coast and I was uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, surfer. enjoying Well, no. Well, yeah, I am a surfer, but this is uh, West Coast Sweden. And I had my little dog and I would do my martial arts and, and uh, hike every morning and night on this beach with huge ice and wind storms coming off the ocean. I was doing my Jacques Cousteau experience, but now mm-hmm. it's, I've had enough. You know, I grew up in. A, <laughs> <laughs> there's something to say say for the sun, and I, I have a some property south of Las Vegas, out in the country. I, I'm kind of a desert mountain surfer type dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. so now when you were growing up, uh, yeah. who were your early mentors, and how did you become a spiritual master practitioner? Well, that's uh, you know, life was my. Uh, Mentor, I would say my father, um, but you know, I, everybody has a start that uh, gets them going in a direction that, for different motivations, we um, move towards. And my dad was um, uh, quite instrumental in World War II. He was like a special forces. Uh, mm-hmm. um, he was actually uh, George Patton's uh, forward observer for artillery. So, if you know mm-hmm. George Patton's history, he was the guy yeah. who was. <laughs> 15 to 20 miles into German lines the whole time and the leader of men and so I was raised with somebody who was uh, you had to be clear you had to mm-hmm. get your job done mm-hmm. and there was no excuses and so you know Vietnam rolled around and uh, I didn't want to go and uh-huh. uh, but I chose to go uh, to do the best I could. I didn't go. <laughs> the war ended, but having a uh-huh. father like that uh, wasn't, you didn't really have a, a conversation about uh, peace, but, you know, I saw what was happening there. And But with that background, so that was my mentorship. It was kind of like sports. I was a, a high-level skier. I, I was, uh, I raced. I actually wound up t- teaching race teams. I did a lot of martial arts, and, and the mentor was life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, and then when it, when my spiritual life started coming in, I would say really it was very young. I started being uh, exposed to different aspects of uh, the spirit world and even religious figures, you know, Jesus and things like this, and mm-hmm. not knowing what was going on. But I, I kept it was like serendipitous or synchronicity, and and I I didn't live in a family that was uh, my dad uh-huh. was a. Re- was a recovering Catholic. Um, he hated religion, <laughs> you know. And uh, so it was like, uh, it was kind of like I, I lived both ends of the spectrum. Um, in my own world, I was feeling the connection, but in the outer world, it was really about doing my job and getting it done and uh, mm-hmm. pleasing Pop and uh, doing my best in school. So, well, now. Let's talk about this uh, horrific car accident, and this was uh, a major turning point in your life, wasn't it? 
Yeah, and the horror about it, it was it was it was ironic because I'd I'd been in much worse ski accidents, uh uh-huh. <laughs> motorcycle injuries for biking and stuff like that. But this was a it was it was the outcome of this because it was a accident at the corner of the wheel while I was in the back of my truck. I was a I built in Santa Fe, New Mexico for nine years. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was towards the end of my career there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, well, it caused the end of my career there. Sure. Uh, but it, I was I was lo- actually looking for something different. I wanted to expand and um, still doing the martial arts all the time and training. And uh, I I was in the back of my truck cleaning it one morning, and uh, mm-hmm. a large truck crashed into me. And I went down, and it was so fast I couldn't. Yeah. I tried to ki tried to slap out of it. Broke my wrist and the corner of the wheel well went into my spine. Oh, wow. And uh, I didn't know it. I didn't even, you know, you get injured. You play football, soccer, these things, boxing, karate, you get hit, so what you go. So mm-hmm. I got up the next day and went to work. And, oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't know my wrist was broken until I tried to put my tool belt on. And uh, uh-huh. yeah. two weeks later, I was in the hospital. I kept going to work until I couldn't. And then I went to the hospital and... Yeah, they they used electronics and, and medications, and this is this was the you know, and I, I I'm not against Western medical at all, but it, mm-hmm. the, what happened was these drugs that in combination that they gave me that was the bad side, and okay. actually my neurologist sure. when I when I went to get help, they said my neurologist had actually combined things in a way that were like the same as giving me heroin. It was three uh-huh. different pills for three different things but in, in conjunction when you put them together it's a cocktail so now, were, were you in pain all the time while you were oh yeah oh yeah uh-huh. i mean it was like a knife in my spine uh-huh two, sure two major bulging discs and i had a predisposed injury from a i took a very high jump uh inappropriately skiing one time i didn't uh, didn't plan that one too well. <laughs> you were probably trying to do a helicopter or something. <laughs> no, well, I did those things, but actually, we used to jump, drop, jump one mountain at up at Mammoth. We'd jump off one mountain uh-huh. and land in the valley on the other side. Oh wow! You, yeah, you had to be going really fast, and I took off and I went straight up instead of out. Oh, okay. So not good. Anyway, I had that predisposed, and uh, so it was, it was bad and. And so I, at that time, I had twins. My first wife, we had twins, a young daughter and twins. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I was doing my best to assist around the house. And I shouldn't have been doing anything, but uh, right. I just, I'd go to my doctor and say, I'm in pain. He said, just take more pills. I said, okay. Oh, and he, he said, there's anti-inflammatories in there. And, you know, it'll get down. And so I just took more pills until I read what they did to my liver, and then I stopped. But by the time I stopped, it was six months, and uh-huh. with having those pills in my system, I kept what I found out. You know, now that I'm a, in the health field, I kept injuring myself, mm. so I couldn't feel it. So I kept picking yeah. up the kids or the cleaning sure. and trying to you help would... my wife out, and right. And then also all the emotional things that go with losing your career and ability to provide for your family was a tough one, but. Mm-hmm. The pills kind of covered that one. I didn't think about that until I was off them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it hit you. You know, this is a story that we've he- heard so many times about the uh, addiction. And I know exactly what you're saying because one of our daughters had serious back issues. 
And at that time, years ago, they just wrote prescriptions and just said, take these pills. And, of course, you get into uh, addiction so easily, and it's, it's a tough one to beat. Did, did you have a full-blown addiction when you went off? No. Um, no, I just stopped. You just stopped. But, uh, okay. If I had any addiction, it was to uh, work and training mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, you know, I grew up in L.A. during the 60s and 70s. I was friends with the Van Halens. They, so oh, we yeah. have these massive parties. and uh-huh, you know, yeah. So I was, I, if I had an addiction, I, I, I would say I had an addiction to a free and wild lifestyle. <laughs> that, that, uh, um, that ended all that. I mean, I used oh, to sure. go to the bar and party with my crews once in a while and things like that. I mean, nothing big, but... Uh-huh. Uh, now I couldn't drink anything. I couldn't drink two beers after I took the pills. And so really, yeah. I got my next addiction was to get well. And um, yeah, I did put myself in Hazelden to find out what had happened to me because okay. uh, I was in a depression and I'd never been depressed. And I was uh, I used my martial arts to get to a point where I could work again. So I was working, but I was working in pain and I had a hunchback. Mm-hmm. And uh, <sighs> Wow. You know, Bart, we're talking about addictions, and I have an addiction to my sponsors, so we're going to hear from them, and then when we come back, we're going we're to talk a little bit more about your addiction and how you healed yourself. We'll be right back with Bart Smythe from Sweden. Joining January Jones as her co-host on the show is Miles Miller, the great success creator. Miles is a two-time best-selling author with books entitled Against the Grain and Successonomics. He continues to transform 100,000 people all over the world through his speaking and training. His uplifting and essential messages like Bulletproof, Time Machine, and Strength in Numbers are impacting every audience he meets. Together with January Jones, they'll explore how to be successful and what steps you can take to achieve the success you want. Visit successhq.net, leadup.biz, and learningbreaks.com. With over 30 years as a registered nurse with empathic abilities, Carolyn Green, a.k.a. The Energy Nurse, is bridging the gap between traditional and alternative medicine, certified in the areas of energy medicine, life coaching, and as a medical intuitive. She brings to each client an integrative approach to body, mind, and spirit. Her book, found on Balboa Press and Amazon, Getting to Know You, Guided Pearls of Wisdom for a More Soulful Existence, is a channel journey for clearing the mind clutter to bring about healthier thought patterns. As a motivational speaker, Carolyn brings new light to old issues and is engaging, interactive, and enlightening. With her newly launched The Energy Nurse Jewelry Line, she brings to you stones and crystals that are not only beautiful to wear, but balancing and healing as well. To contact or learn more about Carolyn, go to www.theenergynurse.com. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. 
January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shalt Not Wine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Wine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com. Welcome back to the No Wine Zone, and I'm visiting today with Barth Smythe. His influence over the last two decades plus spans over four continents. He's created and evolved his teaching from his own personal crisis circumstances. And, of course, the blend of teachings he has received into a highly effective set of his own trainings, consultings, and techniques. Now, Bart, how long were you at Hazleton, and what was that like? Chad, I can't hear him. Yeah. Sorry, I had muted for the. Oh, okay. You missed my my best part. (laughs) (laughs) And I was sending a message to Chad. (laughs) Okay, now we've got you back. Sorry. (laughs) No problem. My question. I was 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 in Hazelden for a month. A month, okay. Okay. And it was really interesting. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne showed up while I was there and he didn't make uh-huh. it through the entry and he had to leave. <laughs> Maybe oh, I shouldn't dear. say it, but everybody knows he's gone to treatment. But anyway, yeah. I was there with wonderful people, very high level and just ordinary guys like myself, uh, you know, mm-hmm. surgeons, movie stars. Um, and I, I had never been around drug. I've been around drugs my whole life. Uh, my brother's dead from heroin and of course oh. growing up in L.A., we, everybody was smoking pot. I, I didn't like it, so I wasn't really good at it. I was, uh, I was more beer and, and, and uh, motorcycles and things like that, but, um, and surfing. But I, I, uh, I, I was around it, but I never really saw the outcome. So this was an eye-opener, you know. And, I mean, I... I, uh, I built a wall up around me... Um, uh, growing up in L.A., as I said before, I prepared to go to Vietnam. I mean, I had guys coming out of there with Rangers and Special Forces. Uh-huh. And I thought I was going, so I trained with these guys, and they told me what it was like and what to do and how to do it. And So I, I had this mindset, and I just shut down a big part of me just to be successful at work, and I really prepared myself to do that type of job. And... It, and you know, as I said, I didn't join the military, so I don't want anybody to think that I did that. But in my mind, mm-hmm. I trained to fight in martial arts since I was 14. There was a lot of violence with the blacks and the whites, a lot of racial violence. Martin Luther King was killed, and so I experienced yeah. a lot of things. In fact, I was I was taken out a couple of times, and I thought I was killed. And so I had all this in my system. So life was kind of my teacher, and I just shut down systematically. And Hazelden opened me up. 
I, I it took ten days, and mm-hmm. being around these guys that were really facing crisis and addiction, and yeah, you know, I wasn't addicted. They, you know, what do you? What's your drug of choice? I said, well, you know, I, I like beer, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I, you know, uh, so it was like I really started touching into feelings again, and mm-hmm. uh, feelings that I didn't know I had, and I'd actually sh- seen that I'd shut them down. Uh, as a young man, just to be with my dad, uh, he was um, uh-huh. explosive, you know, a lot of PTSD, and you know they didn't get psychotherapy back then. So, right, you could be having a good time, and then you you know somebody dropped something in a garage or a, sure. a restaurant, he'd almost go through the roof. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then we'd yeah. be seeing there. Everybody's like, so it's like uh, it was beautiful. I was there for thirty days. Um, uh-huh. I got out. I. Uh, because I did drink in the pills, I went to AA uh, two, three times a day. I was running a crew. I was lead carpenter on a project up in Michigan. and I really started that uh, adventure. And what had happened um, prior to that, though, uh, prior to all these things happening in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and things like this, Indians were coming up to me. Uh-huh. And... Uh, like one Indian came up to me in a barn. I kept watching them, and I told my friend who was a Green Beret, uh, I was telling him, you know, this guy's looking at us. And the guy walks up and gives us some peyote. And he says, this uh-huh. is for you. He gives it to me. And I go, oh, thank you. I've heard about this. I'll try that. And I didn't know what to do with it, so I destroyed it. But uh, I... Uh, I started seeing and feeling spirits, and the uh-huh. dead were trying to contact me, uh, and it didn't. It wasn't fun. I didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. um, and I like, didn't have anybody to talk to. Did you know who these dead spirits were? Were they people well, from your one past? Place where, one place where I was, I actually had a really horrific experience with it. It was uh, on the cliffs of Laguna where a plane had crashed. Uh, I was staying with some friends that had a house way up on the hill, and it was built on a crash site where 50 people had died. And these guys oh, were Italian, Catholic Italians and, uh, from the old country. And uh, so when, the, when, I, when I had this experience, nobody wanted to talk about it, but everybody knew what was, what was going on. And nobody warned really? me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, they, all the mother said was to tell you know, my friend Carlo that, uh, yeah, well, the reason they're coming to bars is you can help them. I mean, they trust them. Oh. I, go, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 people, the people you were with could acknowledge your spirituality and why spirits were coming to you, but you at that point you didn't realize you were special. No, I didn't, uh, I didn't have a clue. I, uh, uh-huh. I didn't feel special in my life. I felt like a, uh-huh. I felt like a tool, you know. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a soldier. You're going to do your job. Mm-hmm. You're a tool mm-hmm. to supply you know, really, I, I felt that way. And I, it, it wasn't a bad feeling. I just, it was always a challenge to do the best I could. And, and As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I feel bad about it, but... Uh... Later on, I did. <laughs> Once I looked well, at it, I chose some path, path that wasn't really giving me what I wanted. Well, and it did at the time. In, in my opinion, uh, after seeing your website and everything that you've been doing, you are special. And right now, we're going to hear from our special sponsors. And when we come yeah. back with Bart, we're going to talk about what shaman is, shamanism is and how he practices it. And he's going to share more of his fascinating story. We'll be right back. January's co-host, Connie Cockrell, the author of Mystery at the Fair, has been writing since 2011 after a challenge from her daughter. An eclectic writer, she's written mysteries, sci-fi, fantasy, and even a thriller. She has been included in four different anthologies and published on the e-zine Everyday Fiction. Connie continues to write and entertain with whatever comes into her head. You can find her books on most ebook retail sites. Paperback editions are also available. Be sure to visit her at www.conniesrandomthoughts.com on Facebook and on Twitter at Connie Cockrell. The new book, God Reconsidered. Searching for the Truth in the Battle Between Atheism and Religion by Scott Smith explains why both militant atheists and believers in traditional religions ignore inconvenient truths. Scott argues in favor of the insights of Gnostic Christianity. Check out www.godreconsidered.com to read a sample chapter. That's godreconsidered.com. Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul? People who have faced difficult problems? People who have fearlessly shared their stories, their struggles, and their successes? People who have priceless personalities? In my new book, Priceless Personalities, Success Stories Shared by January Jones, I am honored to be able to share with you people dealing with problems such as incest, molestation, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, starting over, self-esteem, and workplace issues. My guests have all been exciting, eclectic, and energizing. They will amaze, amuse, and even astonish you. You will adore getting to meet them at Amazon.com. My book is now available, two-for-one, paperback and Kindle editions. 
Welcome back to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Today we're visiting with Barth Smythe, and he is a modern-day shaman, and he helps people from all walks of life and social strata. He has assisted over 35,000 clients. He integrates a holistic approach, tapping into dimensions of life experiences from past and present that are lodged in one being. His gift is listening and simplicity. Bart, before we go on, let's simply share with everyone your website information and how they can contact you. Yes, it's uh, www.amoderndayshaman.net. So that's amoderndayshaman.net, one word. And then we have, of course, a, a, a place where you can sign in and leave your information and and we invite you to monthly, um, uh, almost monthly. Sometimes there's things that come up that we cannot perform each month a free group healing online. But uh, pretty much we get every month uh, free group healing so people can test what I do and what they can learn to do. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if people don't have money, then it's a good way for people to get some assistance that way that can't afford to, to engage okay. in other ways. Oh, that's that's great, and you also have private healings, and and, and remote healing, and there's mm-hmm. also an MP3 meditation download. Okay, now yeah. let's get to what is modern day shamanism, and how do you practice it? Uh, well, real quick, um, you know, uh, what happened for me was because of the situation coming out of Hazelden and things that uh, degenerated in my life. Uh, you know, I, I, I could say we. I hit bottom. You know, uh-huh. uh, total confusion, and and built myself back up. And as I built myself back up, I entered into a form of uh, psychotherapy in San Francisco. I had an architectural firm, contracting company there, and I, I, I engaged with my. I built a house for a doctor there, down the redwoods, and he was a psychotherapist. So. And he is also a shaman. He trained mm-hmm. with uh, psychotherapists and psychologists that combine the natural ways uh, of Central and South American Indians. And so that's how I got involved. And it was really just for me mm-hmm. to make sense and, and really grow. Uh, I, I was, you know, the ever ready bunny uh, working all the time, but I didn't. I'd had a divorce. and I, um, mm-hmm. So this is where things got going. I had another accident in San Francisco. A guy ran a red light and crashed in the side of my truck. And at this time, um, you know, my, I was, I was uh, in the land of alternative healing now, and I switched my martial arts from Aikido and Kendo to uh, Tai Chi, and uh, uh-huh. I started getting all these different trainings, and I, it didn't look like I was going to heal very well. Mm-hmm. And this, this one activated all my injuries, and... Um, mm-hmm. So I started thinking, and, you know, we learned later on that we're doing these things, our subconscious is uh, causing different problems for different reasons, and, you know, we like to call them accidents, but, you know, in retrospect, of course, this was my uh, wake-up call to change, and I started training, and my mother had been a physical therapist at the Mayo Clinic, so uh, she gave us a lot of massage and things like that growing up, and I had these hands, you know, people would have a problem, and I'd touch them, and they'd go, oh, that's better, Oh, well, how did you find? Okay. Or, they, or they go, "Ow, how did you find that?" <laughs> and, you know, well, now, much, go ahead. Was, is your treatment? It's spiritual and physical. 
Well, now, yeah, I, I trained in many, many modalities, and the UN method came to me. I've, I've trained in China and, and all, all around. I, I got certified in many uh, sports therapy, neuromuscular work, a couple of shots, mm-hmm. acupressure, all kinds of things that I just, once I started chasing the trail, I, I enjoyed it, and it was good, and I, I, traded, uh, I traded in my hammer and uh, truck and um, went for... Uh, holistic uh, health practitioner all the way in Las Vegas. I started the first sports massage team there and uh-huh. I became the first Tai Chi uh, professional Tai Chi instructor outside of the university and I taught at the university too. And then, Anyway. Uh, so, I, so what happens, uh, Bart, when a person comes uh, and would ask you for a healing, how, how would you proceed? How does well, I, it work? I, tap, I tap in uh, with their permission. And mm-hmm. I can feel, uh, actually, I can feel through the airwaves, and many people can too. So, uh, but I can feel right into where the blockages and problems were. I just had a client before you, I worked with you, a young man, and uh, as I was working with him, all of a sudden, you know, I could feel all this congestion in his lungs, and you know, the word came up, caustic material. And I, I said, "You've been around a lot of caustic material." And he goes, "Yeah, two years. I worked in a lab. Nobody wanted to come into the labs I was working in." <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, boom, his lungs open up and he feels a lot better and uh, uh-huh. he got that released. And so it's with thought, it's sensing. Um, as it says, you know, I'm a good listener and I am. Uh, uh, that's the art of Tai Chi, too, is listening. And uh, everything in, in life uh, comes from the value of listening that we can create for ourselves, you know, and, and neutrality is a great place to be, and it's the path of mastery uh, that's in the martial arts, and it's in, in the UN mm-hmm. method that I teach, and so this is, we work with the, the functions of the system, and somebody can call me, and they could have, uh, like this guy, had uh, pain in his lungs and uh, a runny nose for two years, and, you know, in 45 minutes, the pain's gone, and the, the nose is drying. It wasn't 100%, but it wasn't building up anymore. One, one yeah. sinus was open. Uh, but then I, if you go to my website, you'll see many head trauma cases, uh, spinal mm-hmm. injuries. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm particular about head traumas because I've had so many bad ones, and I've been able to rebuild my spine and brain. And I'm doing better now at the age of 60 than I was at uh, actually my whole life. I've, now, when you say rebuild, are you talking about like physical exercise or combination of physical and spiritual? You know, it's everything. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I had degenerative disc disease. I uh, was literally almost dead six years ago. I had another injury. and uh, uh, I, I was like I had dementia. I couldn't pack my suitcase. I could do my work. I could feel and sense and do my work all the way through this, which was a blessing because I have another family with three children. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was able to stay afloat and, and work, but I, I literally it would take me four times to pack my suitcase, and I'd have to have everything lined up on the thing. And, and inadvertently, my wife would come in and pick my passport up, and, and she did it once. And, and then I thought I packed my passport, but she didn't want my baby to get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I wind up at the airport without my passport. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so then it's like, then I'm in this panic. Then I, you know, it takes me six times to pack my <laughs> suitcase. Yeah, I, I was really in this... So what for me is I've gone from really on the verge of death three times, uh, crippled mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, built, rebuilt myself. So what I come with is a, a history that I know what's possible for me. I don't know what's possible for everybody, but I know that there's a 
great potential in all of us, and we all have the same potential, and uh, we work together. I, I don't claim to heal anybody. I uh, uh-huh. work with uh-huh. you to heal yourself, and, and we can work on all levels like you're talking about. You can have a history. You have genetics that you're coming in with. These are affected. You know, there's the epigenetics that are uh, spoken of all over the place now that uh, in another time and place we could create a problem or our ancestors could have a big shock like World War II and then that gets passed along to you and your genes, right? Mm, sure. Yes. Now, now I have a, a daughter who's had 10 back surgeries. Uh, have you helped people who have gone through a lot of surgical trauma? Yes. Absolutely. And it, it depends mm-hmm. on uh, the situation, how far we can go and how long they go with me. But uh, A, when every time you have surgery, there's a trauma. B, uh-huh. uh, yeah. you're, you're utilizing different medications to uh, offset Recover. infection and, uh-huh. and pain. And, you know, eight years after I had those medications in me, Dr. Yuan was giving a course at my house in Vegas and he used me to get mm-hmm. the drugs out. And I was thinking, oh, I hope it doesn't find that pot I smoked back in high school. <laughs> and, and, and boom, I hit the floor. I was out for three days as those pills came out of me, and I shook and sweat, oh, wow. hallucinated, just like I'd been for three days. Yeah, my Swedish fiance was looking at me going, what's going on? They had to carry me to the bedroom. Oh, and my so gosh. those were still in my system. So I work systematically with people to clean any compounds. I'm not saying that happens to everybody. It did to me. I had spinal mm-hmm. problems. And they, they stuck in the traumas. And then, so then, antibiotics. Uh, there, everything's got a good purpose, but then you want to support the body to get, come back to homeostasis balance. And, and, this is uh, uh, fascinating, and we're also now going to hear from fascinating sponsors. And when we come back, uh, Bart's going to share with us contacting uh, his spirit guides and exactly what soul retrieval is all about. We'll be right back. Are you living the life you always wanted? Is your relationship fulfilling or a constant roller coaster ride? Do you know how to chart your own path? If you are sick of struggling, overwhelmed, stressed, but desire balance, emotional freedom, and a purposeful life, then it's time to try something that really works. Dr. Casey's unique result oriented emotional mastery technique will teach you how to be your own therapist while empowering you to be your best. Learn more at drsimoncasey.com. That's drsimoncasey.com. From cowgirl to caregiver to consultant, meet Becky Fiola, author of The Elder Care Consultant, your guide to making the best choices possible. Growing up on remote ranches across the western states, she tended to orphan creatures large and small, Later on, that nurturing instinct served her well as the primary caregiver for her late husband. And now, she offers hope and guidance as a consultant to the elderly and their families. When you need advice on caring for an aging loved one, you can find those answers and her book at Amazon.com and her website, www.assistedlivingadvantage.com. Do you want to learn how to live into your dreams? One Door Closes, Overcoming Adversity by Following Your Dreams. The new book by Tom Ingracia and Jared Kredimsky captures the thought-provoking stories of 16 people from all walks of life who have triumphed over adversity to achieve their goals. Plus, you'll get 10 self-assessment tools to design your own blueprint for success. Unlock your true potential. 
Fulfill your dreams. Be inspired. One Door Closes is available from Amazon.com. January Jones wants you to grow your business fast, getting free PR, doing interviews with podcasters and internet radio shows. Grab your free copy of our audio how-to course called How to Build Your Business, Get More Email Subscribers, and Make More Money Free doing podcast and internet talk radio interviews. Grab your copy right now at realfasttalkradio.com. Again, that website is realfasttalkradio.com. Welcome back to Real Fast Success Stories. We're visiting with a modern-day shaman, Bart Smythe. Now, Bart, um, I want to share again with our listeners, your website is a moderndayshaman.net. Also, you have group healing sessions. Uh, do, are they every month, or when do you have those? Uh, they're, they're different times. They're every month. There's, there's a free one. People can come once for free, and then we ask you uh-huh. to bring somebody, and uh-huh. Uh, people people don't have money. I don't turn anybody away. But um, uh-huh. and then I I have specialized ones like I'm doing groups in Germany um, this week where people will uh, a smaller group will do it. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do presentations worldwide. I mean, I get it. I, that's how I uh, share my work. As I on the spot, I get up and I work with anybody in the audience. Uh, I'm yes. having a hard time he- hearing you. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, now I can hear you. <laughs> okay, so just go to his website and you can contact him. You can schedule a private healing or connect uh, for a group healing session. Also, uh, let's talk a little bit about soul retrieval. What is that? Well, when we have uh, moments that uh, the system can't... Uh, integrate such as a car accident or it could uh, some mm-hmm. of my teachers told me you know don't have a loud alarm clock I mean if you get shook out of a, uh, a deep sleep you can part of you can leave uh, part of your consciousness uh-huh. can actually take off and so uh-huh. a soul, a soul retrieval can be from this life or previous or other dimensions and where our soul is sitting and not able to come in for whatever reason mm-hmm. and uh, the Native Americans that I worked with, I've done a couple of these where they use drums and uh, a couple hours uh, by the riverside. And then it doesn't have to take that long now, so it's, it's about getting rid of the things that were keeping the soul out in the first place. Like a car accident, people uh, can have a car accident and they survive, but the system stays in shock where they survive. Mm-hmm. And then the parts of her, their energy and, and soul that got knocked out, so to speak, or took off in, the, in that instance. And mm-hmm. people will say they see themselves in surgery, floating down, looking at the surgery. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's about opening up uh, and making the space open again for the, everything to return to, to 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 the individual and become you know their structures, body, mind, spirit to be solid yeah. again. Okay, now on the physical, it's clearing traumas, toxins, heavy metals. Next would be pesticides, food colorings, preservatives, petrol. Uh, And our environment is lots of toxins, and you work on clearing that. And then on the emotional side, uh, it's things that happen between the years of one to seven. And is that where a lot of people have their emotional hang-ups? 
Well, I can be from uh, conception. Uh, oh. Yeah, uh-huh. I've, I had a, uh, yeah, I mean, it can be from in the womb. Uh, but, yeah, most, I, I don't like to say most for anything or anybody, but, you know, a lot of things do happen between the early ages as we're developing our ability to uh, know and discern our, and uh, cognate the distinction between ourselves and the world. And, mm-hmm. and so different stages, different beliefs, different different points of view. So I work with all these different levels and places, yes. And this, what a fascinating uh, interview this is. And just share a little bit about when you're contacted with uh, spirit guides. What's that like? Well, um, different moments, it's different uh, contact. Um, you know, I work with animals, you know, so uh, mm-hmm. I have power animals in the ethers and I have power animals in my life. I actually speak to them and uh, like my cat came into my life and he is one of my power guides and I can talk to him and when I talk to him he knows what I'm saying and he gets up and he just starts going nuts (laughs) and and, uh, you know I tell him when I'm going on a trip and when I'm coming back and you know he's Uh he likes his job and so. <laughs> well, you know, I, I we share something. I I believe my dog is a power guide uh, for both myself and my husband, and we we couldn't get along without her. Uh, yeah. What an, a tremendous career! How gratifying is this after everything you've been through? Uh, what are your future plans? Uh well, you know, it's it's it's, a, it's an ongoing growth thing uh, where I've been landing really is in refining relationships and communication. Um, I, I continue my work, but I keep expanding my own trainings and my ability to work with uh, people to uh, you know have tools, just like you were advertising some of these life coaches on your uh, program. You know, when we know what to do and we know how to do it, or or how not to do it, then. We do it or we don't do it. And my biggest thing in my life was really I didn't have any proper guidance in so many areas of life. And mm-hmm. so uh, I think that's, if I said, what's my plans? Keep on following uh, the energy and doing, uh, you know, my intention is to always refine and, and be more clear and, and be able to uh, be more loving and kind to those around me. And, and myself, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. And I want to say it's been fantastic having you visit with us. Oh, thank you. I, I, I call, it comes back to me, your last visit, which was wonderful. I hope that uh, we can look forward to visiting with you again soon. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's really nice to be here. It's nice to be with you again. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And to my wonderful listeners, we hope you've enjoyed our show today with Bart. It's been fascinating. And you know, my upcoming guests are all exciting, eclectic, and energizing, just like Bart. This is the show where you hear inspiring information that will help you to become successful. We'd like to welcome you to our No Whining World. When you can, sign up to my website, JanuaryJones.com. We love sharing our stories our struggles, and especially our secrets for success. 
Remember my mantra, if you think it, then you can do it. So for now, my dear friends, you need to stop whining, then you need to start smiling, and then you can share our show with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, then you can start eating chocolate, lots and lots of chocolate. Again, thank you to my guest today, Bart Smythe. This is January Jones thanking you for joining me today on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe as we close with music by Sorrentos. This is Sorrentos, and you're listening to January Jones. This is Sorrentos. I hope you enjoyed January Jones' latest episode. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own story with your family and friends. We hope that our guest stories will encourage you to explore an equation in your future that will combine your creativity, plus connecting with others will enable you to be successful too. Always remember, your passion plus your purpose will equal prosperity as you explore the wonderful world of January Jones. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.